Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tent Talks. This is Stacy, and I'm here with a special guest, Emily Argyle. Hello, everyone. Hi, Emily. <laughs> Thanks for coming today. Hi, Stacy. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So Emily and I have been friends for a few years. So we met back probably, say, 2016. 2017. 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had just moved back here from Denver. Mm-hmm. Correct. And we decided to work doing collaborations a little bit. Yeah, we did. And we were both kind of studying with Terry a little bit. Yeah, we studied, yeah, with the same woman, Terry. (laughs) And then we did some movement practices, some tarot together. And we just kind of found a friendship with work and values and, and what interested us. Yeah, and it was so interesting because at that time I had just completed graduate school, just completed interning and everything to be an educational psychologist. And I absolutely walked away and was trying to invent something for me that felt right for me. And I didn't even know what that was yet. But you were also like independently running your own ship, making it work, doing, you know, similar interests, similar values. And so it felt like, yeah, there's there's kinship there. And you felt established and I felt, you know, so lost. So it was nice to kind of find someone that I could get in flow with to pair up in some of those professional ways while I was still doing so much searching. Yeah. And then I feel like things really flip-flopped because you got a really cool job and really steady doing academic work. Yeah. So lost, floundering, lost, floundering, COVID, move, 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 move all over the country, right? coming back from New York and then getting a job at a university doing life coaching and specializing in ADHD. And it was such a weird coming together of so many roads. Yeah, it was. And during that time, I totally lost my business and was floundering, floundering, floundering. Mm -hmm. And you Mm -hmm. helped me feel more established. You helped me move office. You helped with a lot of things and just became this like grounding presence. Oh, And you offered me this really cool session where you do your life coaching, and it's about positive psychology, and that's kind of what we want to talk about today is positive psychology. Right. So, and in positive psychology, more specifically, is like that strength-based approach, which right is definitely right in line with me saying, hey, I'm a life coach. (laughs) Yeah, but, but something cool you said to me, you were like, everybody knows their weaknesses. That's right. And we focus on those things. That's right. No one has any trouble telling you what's wrong. Yeah. Where they're struggling, where they're hurting, where their pain is. Yeah. But very few people, and more specifically, very few college students, have really any idea what they're good at. Yeah. You know, but for so many reasons, all of us are floundering and all of us can like really benefit from seeing where am I naturally already good it's not too far to reach to go there for support or for strength or for effort or for like what you're trying to get at. And then focusing that on where you're trying to go. You know what I mean? Do what you're good at and do it all the time. Don't be everything to everyone. Just be more of yourself and get there. Yeah. And you you had described it really specifically to me. You said, if you focus on your weakness, you might be able to be good at something. Like mm. you might be able to take that weakness and and practice, practice, practice over a lifetime and make that good. But if you just start where you're already naturally 
talented or great at something, then you get into this realm of like excellence. Right. Correct. So when you talk about your strength and you refine your strength, you are really like, this is where you have that potential to reach excellence. And you're so kind and you do lead with positivity. (laughs) So I definitely say that you can work on what you're bad at and become mediocre, maybe. Yeah. You know, I don't, I wouldn't even say you get to be good. You know, you can maybe be mediocre, but that same amount of effort, time, energy, going with where you're strong is like to level up, you know, to really see through and fulfill potential. Yeah. And there's a test that was created to kind of gauge because it's also you need to know what that thing is or those things are that you are good at. Totally. So there's assessment Uh and there's all kinds of versions online and there's like free versions and paid versions and, you know, lots of different assessments you can take or quizzes you can take online to identify what are those like values or what are those character strengths or what are those personal strengths and, and how can you use those? I specifically am trained in the Clifton strengths from the Gallup Corporation. And so that's the that's the assessment that you did. And we said, this is not a sponsored post. <laughs> but we'll take your money, Gallup. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> so what I do like about that report is that it's very individualized. And so I can read the same strengths for different people. But when I look at your report, it's really shining and showing about you. Yeah. And how many millions of people have taken that? Should we do some like Gallup uh, stats? Well, just to show like how specific and tailored it can be to an individual. Totally. So the strengths is a system of 34. And it's like a sorting activity. This is the Clifton strengths. So it sorts you and how you answer questions for 34 different like strengths. Like Harry Potter hats. Absolutely. <laughs> The sorting hat. Absolutely. When you get your report, it looks like DNA. And so it's like, this is yours. You know, this is how you show up. So you see it as DNA. And you can really look at your top five is where you start. It's called your signature. And these are things that are pretty easy for you to do well consistently or like at a near perfect ability at all times. It's very natural and easy for you. This is who you are. So we really focus on the top of your list and not the bottom. And then for those top five to be repeated in the same order for two individuals, the likelihood is one in 33 million. One in 33 million for your top traits. The top five in the same order. With anybody else. That's amazing. With another person. So is it like, is it likely? No. You know, is it possible? Sure. But... What are the odds that you are in the same generation, the same Mm -hmm. geographic location? You know, when you're you, you're the only one like you. And when everyone's themselves and you have strategic pairings, right? So like, I'm really good at idea building, but you're really good at influencing other people into action, right? When we're paired together, all of a sudden we can do way more than if I try to get people to move into action, because that's definitely not in my strengths. Yeah, it's really interesting when you put it like that. I've used verbiage like an ecosystem. So when everybody's minding their own business, following their true desire, it's like your desire is yours for a reason. Mm. And it comes from a really good core part of your mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. So if everybody just was desire-driven or like really going and living from within their own inspiration – 
then there would be an ecosystem because I think we are naturally an ecosystem and we're meant to complement. But we get caught in like these sameness traps or or I think this negative mindset trap where I just have to make my worst qualities better because I can't be bad at anything. Mm, that toxic perfectionism. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you gave me this reading at a time that was like really important for me because I mean, you didn't know behind the scenes what was going on, but I really needed a redirection into my strengths. And I didn't know these were my strengths. Like I I would never have been able to identify the characteristics that are my strengths because it just feels like me, you know, Mm -hmm. just parts of me. Right. And I think that was probably the coolest part about this assessment was just like, oh, that is an individual trait of mine that could be actually considered a strength. Absolutely. It is so fascinating doing these interpretations over and over for folks because there is this shared sense of unremarkability in a lot of (laughs) ways. You know, like, and? And it's like, okay, so a lot of the processing is lifting up and showcasing the thing because it feels so natural to use Uh and Uh one of the ways that we talk about using your strengths is or like the way you experience it is just like your nose on your face you lead in every single thing you do but you never see it Mm -hmm. and so people say yeah and what and okay and it's like and this is an amazing thing about you and you don't even see it yet and then yeah. moving forward and highlighting that over and over. Ah, here it is again. Here it is again. So I love the ecosystem metaphor. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful. I think that you said so many intuitive, smart things about living in strengths-based thinking and how that is such a natural part of us is kind of what we're saying, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it feels unremarkable. But in its nature, it is understanding our motives Mm-hmm. understanding our drives and if we live in alignment with those things that naturally feel motivating and good to us that excellence that flex that achievement feels good just to satisfy itself mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like meeting like that true desire in the highest way and yeah. so when we can touch base with what we love and what we're good at we understand how we work and how we can feel fulfilled So if we apply our strengths to our jobs, we're like six times more likely to report having an excellent quality of life. Wow. Six times more likely. Six times more likely, like three times happier. You know, it really has uh, so much data. I mean, we talked about one in 33 million and, and all the other assessments that have been created from there. But it truly is like unlocking how to scratch your itch, man. (laughs) (laughs) you Uh know for real well i want to share my number one um just as an example yeah let's share our number one um let's jump in let's give it some depth and some meaning my number one was interconnectedness connectedness yeah Mm -hmm. and it's this ability and it's almost annoying in my brain because my brain (laughs) doesn't stop, but it finds connections yeah. how everything is linked. Yes. It, it is the ecosystem it is. <laughs> metaphor, it is. Uh-huh. but that's what's happening in my brain. So I'll be talking to somebody about, let's say, 
uh, I don't know, some random something or other, mm-hmm. I will find a way to weave that random fact or conversation topic into everything, bundle it up, That's put right. a big bow on it. And yeah, it's it's kind of annoying because for some people it's like, Stacey, not everything is about everything or like that doesn't have to be related. It can just be its own thing. And there's a part of me that wants to say, yeah, it could be its own thing, but it's not <laughs> because it's connected. It's all connected. It's all connected. It's like that um, picture of that guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with that like wall and he's got all these like um, post-it <laughs> yeah. stamps and uh-huh. like strings. Yarn uh-huh. Yeah. Connecting everything. That's my brain at all times. But it's actually my number one strength. It is your number one strength. And it's a beautiful quality about you. Connectedness has evolved to have that terminology. It was previously known as spirituality. And in some assessments and some value systems will still be called spirituality. But yeah, it is seen that we are all small parts of a bigger whole. And like that absolutely is one of your driving forces that like keeps you going every day. It does. And and what's your number one strength? My number one strength is learner. And that is true across uh, all assessments I've ever uh-huh. taken. Are you surprised? No, I'm not at all. <laughs> I am not at all. Just based on the time that we, we've known each other. Yeah. I think we've deep dived. I don't know. Pretty much thousands of topics. Yeah. (laughs) I totally get that. You're an avid reader. I am. Yeah. You're always taking a class online. Always taking a class online is correct. Yeah. You showed me so many courses. And you have this ability to find like high quality content. Ooh, thank you. Yeah. Because you you understand like, I don't know the process of learning. Mm -hmm. So you can like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm learner number one. Uh-huh. And for me, it's like, we, when people meet me, they're like, Oh, you seem so free spirited. You're like, so open. Mm-hmm. And I think that's my learner number one, just like have no idea, show me, mm-hmm. you know, eyes wide, arms big, mouth hungry, ready to go. Doesn't matter yeah. the topic. <laughs> you know, it really gets me going. I can lose myself. I forget that I have money trouble or like I have chores to do or that I don't (laughs) want to drive in traffic again. You know, Mm -hmm. I can really get lost in my brain. It feels like a playground. It feels like a fun place to be. And I know that in darkness, uh, staying curious and staying invested in. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Not being a know it all. And that there's still so much for me to understand has really pulled me through. And, you know, the ability to stay interested is such a gift in a depression. Yeah. Talk about a flex, like having the ability to stay curious. That is something I'm really, really trying to focus on this year to get me out of Mm. like different mindsets and stuck in rigidity is like, okay, well, let's just get curious. Yeah. 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 We don't know. We don't have to know. But it does. It throws you in that learner brain, that right brain, where you're just open to absorbing new information, possibility. Yeah. All of it. And I think for me, you know, the experience is very sensory, too. Oh, yeah. You know, it is seeing, smelling, tasting, listening. Like, I I think that learning for me is a whole-bodied experience. 
Okay, I'm about to share something silly about you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Emily is a dancer, and she is. She taught us ladies one night. We were having um, an evening together, and uh, we were all getting a little tipsy with wine. And she was saying, okay, every woman needs to feel confident in her body to do the root release. <laughs> and it was this, like, so funny we were all just trying to learn how to dance and shake our booties from you. And you like really, you were able to teach us and help us stay curious in our body and model this openness that you're talking about and this sensory experience. It was like, it's okay. Just like, let's just try it out. We're just going to try it out. It's going to twerk a little bit. Yeah, just a little just bit. Just a little bit. And then, like, you know, we get talking about how, like, important it is to find safety and openness in your body. Yeah. And, like, I mean, we just went down the funnest, giggliest <laughs> rabbit hole with, Absolutely. like, your number one straight. Yeah, definitely. Always always a learner, always a teacher. Yeah. Always ready to try. That openness. Yeah. Let's get up and go right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. But it's, like... When you hear these strengths about yourself, it does feel so validating. It is this boost that helps you, yeah, not only like plan your career, but plan your life and understand your interactions. I think that was one thing for me was like, oh, because this is like my value system and and my core strengths, I see this is how I'm interacting with people. And these are the kinds of conversations I want to have. It's like, how can we add more connectedness? How can we, yeah, make meaning out of this? Absolutely. And when we value our strengths in ourselves and in the people around us, for me, this is actionable diversity. Mm. You know what I mean? Because we're truly embracing the unique qualities about each person. And maybe some of those strengths or, or talents are influenced by a person's culture. Sure. But truly, it's about embracing individualism. Yeah. And the, and the unique value that each person around you brings. Yeah. You know, and there has been so much talk in the diversity space over the last few years, of course, and that work is so important. And I'm so, I am involved on committees and on boards and making decisions and making sure that that, you know, diversity, inclusion, value systems have a voice at the table from the beginning, you know? Yeah. And putting that down. But it's like, what does it look like? Because you can put a committee together. But it, does that mean people believe you? You know, diversity and inclusion is only real when the people who are a part of your group or your organization or your society believe you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because we get so narrow with our value system and like the thing, the things that we prop up and lift up. That's right. But if we see everybody as an individual and as needed and that their strengths are important, and how does that fit into this like larger ecosystem again for the metaphor but yeah then we can truly value every individual absolutely and you also give an offering from the beginning that say like i trust that you bring something to this table yeah it's just identifying what it is oh my gosh yeah wow but that is like the gift of being able to name those things or like have that experience so you're like wow i didn't even know but i knew you know, because it felt like mm -hmm. me. But it's like that is that first interpretation with folks is just like, 
naming, claiming, owning, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, securing. And it is a confidence. I mean, it is a daily dose of confidence to like review your strengths, yeah. to like look at yourself that way. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, we're just talking about how awesome you are. But again, if you value that and you value that when you meet people and you inherently give people the grace to say, I know that you're awesome. Just show me how so that we can put you where you make the most sense and where you can contribute the most. We get the best out of you. You get the best out of you. You believe us when we say we care about who you are and where you come from. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, and that, that I think for me is an action item that we can all take. Yeah. When it comes to like, we talked about doing the work for so long. Do you know what I mean by that? <laughs> In quotations, like, yeah, the I'm, work. I'm air quoting the work, doing the work. Yeah. It's become a phrase. I don't really, I know what the work is and I don't know what the work yeah. is. It's like so vague and so interesting. So when I think about the work for a few years, it felt like that meant peeling back the onions and like deconstructing your belief systems and your lineage and your privilege and your, you know, coming to understand your social location in a deeper way. And then moving forward, what? You know, so I think this is a great step we can all take is just being generous with one another. The work is like minding your own business of your strengths. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Just stay in your lane. It feels good. feels good. There's so many of us. There's enough for all of us. You know, there really is. Just stay in your lane. Yeah. It's a practice of abundance in a way. And it's hard. It's hard. And it's hard because it feels like there's not enough. And when you're like, only specific values are propped up, it's like, yeah, what, like, what is valued? What is worth paying money for? It's Mm -hmm. really only a couple of people naming what's worth paying money for. Mm -hmm. And it's ruining everything. It is. It is ruining everything. Yeah. When we individuate and celebrate the diversity within us, then we can start to break down some of that hierarchical, you know, ladder building in the community, like we're talking about where only a few strengths are elevated and celebrated. Yeah, or just like capitalism. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, the male gaze, whatever that means deconstructed, you know, like, that's worth money. People make a lot of money on what's important to men. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I'll say it. Yeah, because it's true. Mm -hmm. You know, not all men. Of course not, but like it is true. Yeah. And historically, obviously, that that just also is true. <laughs> yep. Yep. It is. And so, yeah, what does that mean if we give everyone the gift of saying, like, you're here? You're Welcome. Here. Welcome. Show us how you want to be seen and he- show us what you're good at. Yeah. And let's get you going so that you can just do what feels good to you every day. Oh my gosh. It seems so simple. Oh gosh, right? <laughs> Um, well, if somebody wanted to have a session with you and discover their strengths and have it kind of broken down, because I think the gift of doing an assessment with you is the knowledge that because you are a learner is your number one strength. True. Like I could have read those words. I would have had no idea what it looked like broken down because you were reflecting back to me and explaining to me what these characteristic traits meant or what these values, these strengths in myself meant and what it looks like when I show up in the world. And that's the gift of, I I really think of having a session with you is figuring out what that even looks like. 
Thank you. I uh, agree. And not because of me, but because of the experience. Like it makes me think about we have every fact known to mankind available at our fingertips, but we don't know it all. Yeah. You know, and it is so easy. Like you can pay for an assessment or you can take one for free and you can read the description. But it is something else to process the experience of living that thing day in and day out. Maybe since you were a child, maybe in ways that have annoyed people who do love you, but. Yeah. It is because your strengths are just strong. Yeah. They're not good. They're not bad. They're absolutely neutral. And they can lift you and raise you, but they can also be the things that are a little bit destructive, especially in your raw, young, undeveloped, unmatured self. Yeah. They can run amok a little bit and cause you some problems. And so having someone to process what that means from the young you to the present you to the future you to the aspirational you. Yeah. That it has so much value. So much value. In making it make sense, connecting those dots so that you can start to like carry that forward. So I do sessions through my life coaching business, Heart Vision Coaching, heartvisioncoaching.com. Heartvisioncoaching.com. Uh, 3.0 coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> always aspirational, always, always improving. 3.0 coming soon. Yeah. In okay. the works right now. Okay, Some cool. exciting stuff. And if anybody wants to have a session, go to your website. There's a contact. Contact page, heartvisioncoaching at gmail.com. Okay. Let's set up a strengths appointment. I mean, honestly, I printed out the information. I carry around with me to remind myself. I love that. It's in my planner. I love that. You know what my new thing is I'm doing with my strengths appointments? Huh. So we've, we're still focusing on the top five. But then at the end, we're like, okay, la, la, la. Like, we're feeling so high, so happy. Like, it's a really positive energy. And so my assignment at the end of that appointment is making a playlist based on your <gasps> top five. Oh, that would just be my favorite. Listen, that's so fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. putting together a playlist based on your top five as one step further activity. Wow. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'll report back. I told you, it's all sensory for me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Emily, thank you so much for being here today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And sharing this strength. I mean, you've got me pumped to make a playlist and go through my top five again. Like, wow, what a gift. And we're going to see you next week, right? Absolutely. Thank okay. You. See you, everyone, next week on Tent Talks. Mm-hmm.